welcome, welcome to the very first episode of Average Bro Podcast. Here where we talk about sports in the average bro way, just talking football. Um, we got some pretty crazy topics. Uh, the NFL is a complete mess. Uh, coaching jobs are going out the ass, and they're not coming in the ass, okay? So we have just a bunch of things going on. We're just going to hop on it real quick here. Uh, I literally, I literally have a list a full-blown list of the dudes getting fired and hired in the NFL for coaching. It's like, forget about players. This is a coach's league now, all right? Teams are going to be completely different next season because of the coaches that are leaving and the coaches that are coming in. It's freaking crazy, and I'm almost psyched about it, but I'm not because some of the best coaches are leaving and some of the worst coaches, and surprisingly... Really good coaches in the past are coming back, and you know who I'm talking about. That's your boy, John Gruden. John Gruden is most likely going to get hired by the Oakland Raiders, and it's going to be absolutely terrifying, or will it be absolutely terrific? I don't know. Mark Davis is a crazy dude. He'll hire anyone. And you know what? Mark Davis, if you... The dude's a weird-looking dude, man. Uh, If... We always, uh, you know, I just sit there and I, I look at him and it's like, you try to, like, he's one of those guys, it's just like a character, and you wonder, like, what would he, he looks like something, like, what does he look like? I'm not really sure, um, and then it came across my mind one day and I was like, you know what Mark Davis looks like? He looks like a damn Cheeto. If a Cheeto was a freaking person, Mark Davis would be a Cheeto. A human Cheeto. So, but you know, it's funny because Mark Davis looks all, oh, John Gruden, like Mark Davis' spirit animal has to be John Gruden. Let's just get that up real quick. Like John Gruden is like the beautiful Mark Davis. And I feel like Mark Davis has a special heart for John, special place in his heart for John Gruden. And uh, after the firing of Jack Del Rio, uh, what not better to go with a, a classic shove it up your ass type coach than John Gruden, all right? That actually blows my mind. I mean, you take a dude that hasn't coached in the NFL and, God, what, how fucking long? Like half a decade, a decade? So, I mean, since fucking John Gruden's coach last, uh, the game has changed. I mean, the game has gotten faster, uh, a lot of people do. I want to say a lot of people more more teams are going to hurry up almost the entire game. Almost the the game has just gotten faster. Uh, don't I don't know how. I mean, I feel like there's just so many coaches out there available. Like we have guys like Josh McDaniels and Matt Patricia out here uh, doing big things for the Patriots, bringing them the Super Bowls, um, and these guys are getting passed up by a dude. Named John Gruden, just because John Gruden is oh, a fucking ginger guy that has a soul, soulful personality, <laughs> uh, and um, dudes are getting passed up by the, uh, an old ass coach. I mean, the dude's a the the dude was a stud back in the day, but I don't really see how. I just don't see how he's gonna be a great, we mean, that, that's that, there's really not much on that whole dealio there, uh, 
And then we got guys like fucking Chuck Pagano, all right? The dude fucking went insane, all right? Uh, if there wasn't a video, or not a video, but there's a sound clip of him talking about a hurricane, okay? And when I show you guys this sound clip, you're going to be absolutely astonished, and this is probably why he's getting fired. It's probably because he's doing crack cocaine. Uh, no doubt in my mind, this dude was on something when he came to the podium. How about you take a listen here? That song we played, you know, woke up to that this morning. Is that Sonny and Cher? Huh? I got you, babe. I got you, babe. I got you, yeah. babe. Went down, got my coffee, said hello to the what's her name, the little gal in the coffee shop, stole the money out of the back of the truck, drove my truck off. He's literally describing a movie. I mean, you know, he's in a press conference for football. Tar pit or whatever, off the landfill, jumped off a building, lived through it. Did you see the movie? You ever see the movie Groundhog Day? Uh, been a long time. What do you guys do? You spend so much time on Twitter. You're not enjoying the better things in life. Bill Murray, come on! No, I'm not Bill Murray. I jumped off the roof at my home this morning. <laughs> I still like it. It's, it's, I'm not, it's not going away. No, it's it's everybody. It's you guys. It's the fans. It's everybody driving up there. It's everybody in the NFL community. Okay. There's a storm in the Atlantic. Hurricane, whatever you want to call it. When's it going to hit landfall? You know, it's coming. Third quarter, middle of the third. It's getting late third. They're up ten. It's got to happen sometime. It's a self-fulfilling prophecy right now. Yeah. It is, and, and what, what's got to happen is, you know, being in Miami for six years, when them storms start coming off the coast of Africa, and then they're coming through the Atlantic, and they start coming up, what happens is you get, if you get a nor'easter, right, you get a storm up top, who's in there that had done weather before? Huh? You know some weather people, Calabro, who was that? Who's the best dude down there doing weather, or do that? Huh? Yeah, so when it, when it comes down, that, that pressure hits, right, and it pushes the storm where? Back out to sea, right? And it goes up the coast, and there's very little damage. Those rings that spins this way, and those bands up top are the most egregious bands. They're far enough out where nobody gets hurt. So when, when, that, when this starts to... And so, yeah, that is uh, Chuck Pagano uh, about a month and a half ago. Um, Talking about absolutely nothing but uh, Groundhog Day. Um, that's a that's a movie, and <laughs> talking about hurricanes. Uh, uh, check into him. Check into NFL. Give him a drug test. All right. The dude's on cocaine. He's on some Colombian Bam Bam. All right. Um, dude, what can I say? Maybe that's his why he's getting fired. Uh, maybe or the fact that the Colts suck. And I have Jacoby Brissett as their quarterback and a bunch of trash-ass receivers. Um, defense looks like shit. So, I mean, maybe that's it. or Probably that, honestly. Let's be real here. Um, but other than that, there's uh, a lot going on. Uh, the obvious, Ben McAdoo, 
Dude looks like a fucking pedophile. Needs to stay like 300 feet away from a school at all times. Uh, the dude, the, and get into that that whole discussion with <laughs> Ben McAdoo. Um, there's whole the whole debate if like why was Eli benched on like the the game right before he gets fired when she gets fired the next week. Uh, why would you bench Eli if you knew shit was going downhill for your program and you were probably going to get booted at the end of the season? It was like a 99% chance and you're going to go ahead and destroy a man's livelihood of having the streak of games for so many games. And, uh, dude, it's trash. I freaking, so like the, the whole debate or conspiracy theory was that Pretty much it was a whole cover-up that the owners didn't want Eli Manning to play. Uh, but they had Ben McAdoo bench him so then they could blame it on Ben McAdoo and then fire him the next week. Uh, I don't know, just crazy shit like that. It's probably a bunch of bullshit. Um, I actually heard that through a third-party source. Uh so who even fucking knows? All right, it just really doesn't fucking matter. Um, John Fox, that's an odd. Like, there's so many obvious's on here. Like, there's John Fox, the dude looks like a washed-up grandpa that drinks beer and yells at the TV because can't hear it. But really, the remote's on mute, and he doesn't know how to work it. That's what he looks like on the sidelines with his play card or whatever the hell you want to call it. The dude's washed up. Uh, that guy is done. I'd, I'd be surprised if he gets hired, honestly, anywhere else for at least head coaching. I wouldn't be, I mean, if he wants to keep on going, I, maybe something in the front office. I could see him going, well, you know, not even that. I lie. I'm taking that back right now. I'm taking that right back right now. All right. So never mind on that one. Um, then you guys got like Jim Caldwell. To me, that's actually surprising. Um, the dude. Brings the Lions two weeks away from getting a playoff spot in the regular season. Uh, they unfortunately lost. Um, uh, they lost to the Bengals, actually, who the Bengals beat the Ravens, which destroyed their hope playoff hopes, too. So they're just that profit team that's out here smoking fools for the fun of it, just to watch them cry in tears of pity. Uh, but... Uh, you got guys like Matthew Stafford. He's, dude, I don't know why you pay that guy so much. He's very average. Um, at least this, I mean, I say average, but he has some pretty good stats on him. Like some of the most comebacks and yeah, fucking yards and all miraculous plays. But uh, uh, just surprising the fact that, uh, you know, you go 9-7 and seven for like the second straight year and – to me, nine and seven in the league. I mean, it, it's bad. It's it's not average though. It's a little above average in my opinion. Uh, and I'm not talking about, you know, like the five hundred over five hundred or anything. I'm talking like in wise as as a team. Like that's something you could build. Like if I could like for two years in a row, you get nine and seven. To figure out what you need to do to make it better, because obviously, uh, you're going nine and seven for two years in a row. And uh, you're getting so close to the playoffs. It's like, okay, it can't really be the coaching. Maybe we need to add some players in here somewhere and uh, get good placement and maybe get a good pick in the draft 
and that could really turn it around for us and get the playoff uh, spot, which would then lead to like playoff momentum coming up for the next years. And then that would just be fantastic for the Lions. And Jim Caldwell looks like a freaking genius. But uh, sadly, in this league, you don't, if you do average or a little bit above average, you, you don't make the playoffs, you're out of here. All right. You're just gone. So that's a really sad one to see. I don't, and I like Jim Caldwell, dude. And honestly, I get him freaking confused with Marvin Lewis. Let's be real, real right now. Let's be really real, real right now. Marvin Lewis looks exactly like Jim Caldwell. Maybe a little different, but I'm telling you, if you put one and switch teams, like, you know, if you had like a twin or something, uh, and you switch classes, uh, I wouldn't be able to tell, honestly. And uh, it's like you pick the same fighter in, on a video game. Like, you know, you're both playing as the same team on Madden or something. <laughs> But, uh, that's, uh, and, oh, t- well, talking about Marvin Lewis, that dude has done a trash job over in Cincinnati, and the fact that, the, Joel, like, let's not forget, beginning of this se- season, Cincinnati couldn't score a point to save their lives. They were absolutely just shit. Like, they couldn't score, and he don't look like he was pre-K, playing Little League, with his boys just tossing the pigskin up. AJ Green looked like he didn't, for, or he forgot how to run a route. Okay. Uh, the dudes, wow, God, they were just absolutely, the whole team was horrible. The O line was flopping on their backs like fish, playing dead fish. Uh, but it's uh, crazy how you can just go ahead and fire the offensive coordinator and think the hey, and then you go on and keep going on the season. You get a little bit better in scoring, but your team still sucks. And. Somehow you don't get blamed, but you get a two-year contract, and <laughs> I I, I want to say luck, but I feel like the man is just really good at talking. I don't know him personally. I don't know what goes on behind the scenes, but I think the dude just convinced the d- people that own the fucking Bengals that hey, I can coach this team and just keep me around. You know what I'm saying? Hey, whatever. Um, other guys like uh, Vance Joseph. Um, who is that guy? <laughs> You know what I'm saying? But, uh, just kidding. I mean, he's a nobody. Uh, he's not a nobody. But, um, he goes 5 and 11. Uh, the dude has, let's see here, he's got fucking, he got no big names really on his team for coaching. Uh, so maybe that's why they kind of kept him around is the fact that they're just gonna, they don't want to make changes like, you know, uh, Teams like the Chicago Bears do where, oh, if shit don't work out after a year, uh, let's bring someone else in and let's switch up like the offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator, and the head coach, and that should work. Um, really what it is a lot of times is if you're an NFL coach and you get the head coaching position, um, you're probably you're a good coach. Let's just be real. You're a good coach. Um, and maybe you just need some other guys to compliment you. And uh, that looks like what John Elway is trying to do. Uh, in my opinion, that's a go. That's a go. That's a straight fucking dinger right there, all right? Cracking out the home field. Stick with your head coach, Vance Joseph, for another year. If it goes 5-11 and 11 again, boot his ass. Straight kick him out the door. Adios, amigos. No more. Goodbye. All right. Um, then you got guys like... Good old fucking Hugh. 
all right? Good old stinking Hugh Jackson hop in the Erie Lake. Here comes 0-16. Oh, wait, it has already came. Uh, the dude <laughs> gave up on the team when they were like 0-4, and he was like, I will hop straight into the Erie Lake if I do worse than 1-15, 1-15 I did last year. And he did. He made it. He had a perfect season, 0-16. Congrats to Hugh Jackson. It was marvelous. All right. Um, actually, let's give this guy a round of applause. You know what I'm saying? Let's drop a little round of applause in there. Right, let's just hop that bad boy in there or something. That's just is going. It's just going, yeah. That's a long clap, all right? Very long clap, but you know what? Well-deserved. There you go, Hugh Jackson. You did it. We're all proud of you. Let's hope for another perfect season by you soon hoping next year uh maybe they can draft with all their draft picks they have in like the first and second round and third and fourth that they can actually get some more talent to only then ruin their career it's gonna be awesome you gotta love the browns and you gotta make fun of them and they'll never be good and if they are good i'll be dead because of old age so that is gonna be awesome uh, <clears throat> so let's talk about some potential head coaching uh, positions uh, dude the shit is up for grabs everywhere we got Arizona Cardinals Chicago Bears Detroit Lions Indianapolis Colts and New York Giants uh, crazy there's dudes all up like they're pretty much poaching the whole Patriots roster because the Patriots are uh, uh, good old Good old Bethlehem, Jesus of Nazareth, Nazareth, fuck, can't even talk, uh, team, uh, and they're poaching Josh McDaniels and Matt Patricia, uh, Bill Belichick cannot talk them out of it this time, okay, uh, it looks like Bill Belichick is screwed on this one, uh, dude, honestly, I don't even see, I don't see Matt, I feel like Matt, if anyone, like those two guys, if one of them was gonna stay, it would be Matt Patricia, Josh McDaniels. I mean, he gets bitched out by Tom Brady on the sidelines. Tom Brady is like their uh, god, like their prodigy, their their star child. Uh, Tom Brady, Tom Brady isn't going anywhere. So Josh McDaniels is gonna go somewhere. Um, if I was gonna pick a team, he would go to. I would not be surprised if it was the Chicago Bears. Um, a guy that has an offensive mind where there's a a young, a young, uh, you know, they're just seeking victory. It's like seething out of their teeth. They're just ah, 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 looking for victory. Like, oh, 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 the victory. Oh. You know, like some Arnold Schwarzenegger out here just killing it. All right. They're, they're thirsty to kill some humans because they're all Terminators out here like robots because they're so thirsty to get a victory. Um, I can see Josh McDaniels in that position, um, taking on the Bears and leading Mitch Trubisky to the first Super Bowl of his career. He's one of those guys that isn't like fantastic, like a Carson Wentz coming out of the draft, just instantly good. Uh, but he's one of those guys I can see. He's more like a, a premature Aaron Rodgers or... 
Uh, you know, yeah, I'm going to stick with that one. I'm going to stick with that one. Wasn't too sure. Wasn't too sure about that, what I just said. But um, I think I'm going to stick with that. If It's like uh, Aaron Rodgers that would, start, would have started right away instead of sitting behind one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. Dude, um, I see it happening. Uh, we got, you know, a little... Josh Howard or fucking whatever Howard back there, uh, doing his thing. Uh, little Cohen back there too. Little little stealthy guys just racking up the yards. Uh, really, if they get the passing game off and get a salt, I think they could. Uh, they should never got rid of Jeffries, but now that they did, and he's doing great over there in the Eagles. Uh, big mistake. But I mean, if you wanted to, they were obviously trying to free up some money they had. Uh, understandable, but now you got to go into the draft and get a guy. Uh, it's as simple as that. Um, I actually don't know their draft pick, but I know it's up there <laughs> in the better part of the picks. And the, they, you got some good guys coming into the, the draft. Um, I know there's some big bodies out there. Uh, you got guys, well, you know what? Uh, I'd say a tight end, you know, since what's his face, uh, straight yacked his knee this year. That was fucking brutal. Um, dude, you go go get the guy from like Penn State. That dude's a big body mofo. There's dudes out there in like Oklahoma. Uh, they're they're tight end. He's a freaking solid guy. Uh, there's just tight ends everywhere in the NCAA right now. I think that's like gonna be like the bread and butter, uh, for guys who are looking for tight ends this year, and. <clears throat> We'll get more into that NCAA talk here in a minute about the quarterback drafting, who's really good and who's really not. But uh, that is coming up. Uh, Detroit Lions, I would not be surprised if they went and poached Matt Patricia out of the fucking Patriots. But who knows, because they're looking at Mike Vabriel. How do you say that dude's name, man? It's like Brett Favre. You say R before the V, but the V becomes for the R. You know, and whatever. So Mike, Mikey V, all right. Mikey V is out here uh, being a defensive coordinator. Played for the Patriots, actually. Uh, and he won them Super Bowls. And the Detroit Lions are going to pick him up. They're going to be great at defense, but still be mediocre since Calvin Johnson was on the freaking Lions on offense again. I don't think Matt Patricia is actually a good pick for the Lions. Uh, we're going to... On that one, all right. Uh, that's a that's a stink. But uh, dude, I like Indianapolis Colts. Like you got guys like uh, we got Pat Shermer, uh, John DeFilippo. Like, I don't even say that DeFilippo. 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 Johnny D Flip. Johnny DeFlip. Uh, for the Eagles, you got Matt Nagy, uh, Matt Patricia. Obviously, that's who I think my pick would be for them. Not a good pick. We on that one. Uh, Jim Schwartz. Uh, he could make a return to the Lions. Shit, I didn't even think about that one. But uh, <clears throat> yeah, guys like Jim Schwartz, and then uh, actually, I could see him going to the Colts. Uh, they really need a D. Uh, you bring back um. Good old boy. <laughs> yeah, he's not even important anymore because, you know, whatever their quarterback, their franchise quarterback, because who remembers that guy? Um, 
freaking, you know what? I am straight stumped. You know, this is how much I care about the Colts. Uh, it's on the tip of my tongue, but dude, honestly, I don't remember his fucker's name. Uh, Andrew Luck. There we go. Yeah, Andrew Luck. Um, comes back and re-sparks that offense. That would be good for the Indianapolis Colts. I could see them <coughs> doing a lot better next year than they did last year if you hire a guy like Jim Schwartz or maybe like a guy like Mike Vabriel, Vrabiel, Vrabel, Mikey V. There we go. Um, and there's just a list goes on and on. But a lot of these guys I don't think are going to go anywhere. I see a lot of these other guys that are just like O-line coaches. Um, a lot of defensive coordinators out there. But I think a lot of them are going to actually go ahead and stay in the uh, – the teams are with, or maybe they just won't ever get hired again. That would be. So coming up, uh, we have some NCAA action. Uh, last night, craziest game of all time. Instant classic. <sighs> Oklahoma and Georgia. And Georgia pulled out the win and had two OT. A two OT. What a clutch clutch running play for a TD pretty much like 20 yards out it was insane Baker Mayfield is crushed Georgia goes on to play Alabama after Alabama slayed Clemson in bloody revenge uh that all coming up next whoa all right it's D3 and we're back NCAA football time. You know what it is. Oklahoma gets sh their dreams shattered by Georgia. I hate Georgia. I don't really like Oklahoma, but I really hate Georgia. Who likes them? I mean, Michelle has a lazy eye that looks off into space, and maybe that's why he's so good at juking and getting out into space. It's because he can look two different ways at the same time. It's insane. But, uh... Really, though, Oklahoma had a great game. Uh, so did Georgia, and they went to double overtime. Uh, who sees that very often in a game like that? Uh, the Rose Bowl was crazy. Uh, all that you could hope for. And then the Sugar Bowl wasn't really anything, and it was kind of like a downer. It was like a depressant. Uh, kind of put me to sleep. But uh, Alabama put out, pulled out a, a bloody revenge, as they were calling it, um, on Clemson, which I think everyone knew that Kelly Bryant couldn't handle that kind of stage, just what was being talked about, blah, 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 blah. But back to this Georgia-Oklahoma uh, game. Uh, Baker Mayfield is crushed. Um, a lot of people thought Oklahoma was going to win that game. Um, uh, Georgia played a lot better. I mean, they played what they should have been playing uh, near the end of the season, but they uh, went on to prove why they should have or are, are, are there or they're there and uh, why they're going to go play Alabama in the national championship. But here's the problem. You got two SEC teams in the national championship. Alabama is the reigning champ of the SEC, pretty much. Uh, destroying people since good God knows when, dude. I was like in middle school when they were destroying kids, all right? That's how long it's been. Um... 
And I just don't see uh, Kirby Smart, you know, coming back, having to play Nick Saban and all those guys. He might have an advantage in that way. I don't see it. Um, Nick Saban's too good. Uh, Georgia was playing an Oklahoma team that had zero defense. Um, if you watched that Alabama game, you saw Alabama murder Clemson on the defensive side. It was just... Well, honestly... Um, I was going to say it was uh, like, whoa, but uh, honestly, I mean, Alabama's been winning games like that all, for a while. They would just either a game goes two ways for Alabama. They either destroy you with a running game uh, and the defense isn't there or the defense shows up and offense doesn't. And that's how they win games. It's either it's either one. It's never both of them just click in together. It's. Either one defense is usually the. De I've seen we've seen a lot of good games here in the end of the year with Alabama and their defense just shows up and gets pick after pick, sack after sack, tackle for loss, just everything in the book, um, just getting murdered. Uh, so uh, those games are crazy, and we uh, can't wait to uh, be able to uh, see what happens when that national championship game comes up here in a not that long, a week, a uh, week or so. So. Let's talk about something that's a lot more crazy and a lot more serious. Um, we got the worst, I want to say, one of the worst quarterback drafts in NFL history. Okay, uh, You have guys that are just absolutely terrible. Um, absolutely terrible. Uh, terrible. Um, guys like uh, Josh Rosen, the dude's ass. Uh, he's obviously a character. He thinks highly of himself uh, by saying school ain't shit, um, which it isn't really if you're playing football and you're good enough to go to NFL. School really isn't shit. Um, but you don't say that out into the media where everyone can now criticize you for it and then he doesn't give a fuck. Um, <coughs> he's a dog. He's one of those guys, you know, he's straight broski, brosheem. Uh, he could come join the average bros anytime when he uh, doesn't make the NFL, all right? He's not going. Or, I mean, he will be going, but I'm saying he's not going to be that guy that's the next freaking Carson Wentz, Dak Prescott, any of those guys, or Aaron Landon and, like, the better guys like Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, and uh, Russell Wilson's of the league. Um just he's none of them. Um, I don't see him succeeding at all. Uh, that's just my pre-draft assumptions on him. Um, I think that's where it's going to. If he gets picked, he's going to be one of the guys that holds a clipboard and uh, never plays. So, you know, he's going to be put in one of those positions if he does get drafted. And we'll never hear from him again. Um, we got guys like um, the good old boy out of Wyoming. You know, no one really knows anything about this guy. Um, well, I mean, they do in the prospects. They're like, oh, he's a big-ass guy. He's Carson Wentz reincarnated. We found Carson Wentz again. Wow. Ah, oh, it's so crazy. What are we going to do? We got Carson Wentz on our hands. Ah, uh, I doubt it. Highly doubt it. Uh, there's, like, this new trend going on in the NFL where, oh, well, we got to look deeper than the D1, uh, these D1 programs, um, because it looks like, oh, we, well, we found Carson Wentz over there in North Dakota playing for not a D, like, 
like the, a small school and oh god no one knew about them and uh so we're gonna have to start going to smaller d1 schools and like d2 schools um to find the next the next tom brady and the uh the next fucking barry sanders of the world and emmett smiths of the world and <clears throat> they need to slow the reins because that's probably not always the truth. I think you get a couple lucky a couple of times here and there, um, but I don't think that's actually the case. You play in D1 football for a reason. Um, but he committed to the draft. We'll, uh, we'll see where he's going. Um, uh, let's see here. Actually, let me... Uh, Josh Allen. Um, where do I think he's gonna go? That's a good question. Uh, it would not be surprising. It would absolutely not be surprising if he goes to the Cleveland Browns and they make that mistake again. Uh, completely thinking they can be the Eagles. They have. They think what they have is a complete team. Um. <clears throat> They need the quarterback, though, to Sean Kaiser's ass. Um, other than Corey Coleman having brick hands. Uh, other than Corey Coleman having brick hands, Deshaun Kaiser's pretty much trash. She would have not won that game anyways. I feel like he would have thrown a pick in that after if Coleman caught the ball uh, the next play. So, Deshaun Kaiser's not a good guy. They don't... They're gonna, you're gonna do it again. We're like, oh, whoa, oh, we got some secret up our sleeve. Um, we're gonna get the Sean Kaiser. We think he's the next it. Wrong. And they're gonna go do it again with Josh Allen. Oh, he plays for Wyoming. Not really the big powerhouse school. Um, he's a low key guy. Uh, people be talking about him, but no one's really about him. We're gonna go pick him, and we're gonna get Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz will literally break the shell out of Josh Allen and come out of Josh Allen. And it'll be Carson Wentz, and everyone will be happy in Cleveland. They go 16 and 0, and then win a Super Bowl. Uh, that's not the case. They also need a running back. Great number, the great first pick would be Saquon Barkley. I think he's an outstanding player. Uh, reminds me of like guys like Adrian Peterson and Emmitt Smith mixed together, just making this hybrid guy. The dude's ultra strong, super fast, runs like a 4-3, I believe. Um, can do all things, can pass, catch, run straight down the middle, run you over. Um, the dude literally has it all. I think he is the pick. If he does not go to the Cleveland Browns, he will either go to the New York Giants, which are next, or the Colts. Uh, the Colts, Jim Irsay has already said, I'm taking Saquon Barkley. So if the New York Giants don't pick that guy up, which they're looking like their top needs are of, uh, OT, QB, and RB, or halfback. So that's the third on the list. I would. I think Saquon Barkley is a number one choice. You skip over a couple of positions you need to get him. I think he's a game changer and uh, a franchise player as well. <clears throat> I see him winning a lot of or going to a lot of Pro Bowls um, and maybe leading a team to a Super Bowl. Um, he's one of those guys. I really think he's an outstanding player. Um, dude, you know. <clears throat> we got guys like see like Cleveland Browns has the four pick as too like as well they could actually you know switch it up and get the QB or whatnot blah 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 um, but you know you guys got like, like I said Josh Rosen and then we got like Sam Darnold the dude's straight ass I do not like him he's very inconsistent when it comes to his passing game um, 
if you watch the game as just an average average bro on the, the couch, like all of us, and you can turn on the TV and you can see Sam Darnold, you can be like, wow, that guy's a good, well, a, a decently good college quarterback. College, as I said in there, um, and that's for a reason. Uh, so it's really not that surprising to me that that's what it is. Um, but hey, it's going to be what it's going to be. Uh, there's nothing much you can really do about it. Um, I would not pick a quarterback this year, honestly. I would uh, actually take my draft picks and build my team up so when I do bring a quarterback in that maybe be coming in like the next year or so, um, you wouldn't have to worry because the quarterback you're going to get will fit your team perfectly. The team is there, ready to play now, um, and they'll be good as frick. Uh, but on the other hand, I now say there wasn't any good quarterbacks to pick, but I think there are two. And I think there is one actually than the guy who just won the Heisman and that's Baker Mayfield, but I don't put him at first. I put him at second. And here's a reason why, because there was a guy who won the Heisman the year before him. And it was Lamar Jackson. Okay. Come on. Come on now. Let's be real, the dude is a freak athlete. Uh, people are now questioning him for that loss he took in the bowl game. Let's be freaking real, okay? <clears throat> Louisville sucks as a team. They're trash. They're absolutely terrible. Who? You got a guy that's a freakish athlete. He can throw like 100 yards. There's a video out there of him throwing like a 100-yard pass just in whatever. I think it was like in high school, actually. So he probably got throw just as that is just as good now the dude's fast and agile he'll hop over you he'll spin around you um, and score that touchdown um <clears throat> he could fit in some great uh schemes in the nfl where he actually has good players around him and good blockers um i think he's the number one guy to pick out of a quarterback this year um i'm going 100 with that pick um, that is all on me, your boy D3 here, and it's all on me. I'm going with Lamar Jackson as my number one. And then as for my number two, Baker Mayfield, for the very obvious reason, he won the highest man. He's a great quarterback. He's got the, the whole mind. He knows the whole offense deal. He's good with schemes. He's good with reading defenses and pass play, his pass plays and getting down to the check downs. Uh, he's a great dude for that. Um freaking stud uh he's a stud but i do not see him being the best quarterback actually to go into the draft so let's do this my top four picks <coughs> actually let's do top five all right top five guys for a quarterback or let's just do my top five picks right now Ugh. they are gonna be all right here we go I'm going to give number one pick, Lamar Jackson, which means he is going to the Cleveland Browns. I think it is a great pick. He's like a super Deshaun Kaiser. Um, great guy. I think he will be making that Cleveland roster and then actually making a difference over there. Um, isn't he like from Kentucky? So he won't be from home, uh, far from home on that one. So, um, And then you got guys like... 
Uh, you know, I I'm for the my second pick, which would be the New York New York Giants pick. I'm gonna go Baker Mayfield. Um, I think the two quarterbacks will go actually go one and two. Um, because even though I want them, I think a better choice would be Saquon Barkley for the Giants on the second pick. Um, they're probably not gonna do that. I think their quarterback position is really super needy and causing them a lot of uh, fan distress. Uh, so I will think they're going to go end up going with a QB option, and that would be Baker Mayfield up there in the Giants, and I think that would be crazy um, to see that. Um, <coughs> uh, and for our third pick with Indianapolis Colts, Saquon Barkley is our number three guy, 100%. Uh, they already said they're going to draft this guy if he makes it to the third pick, which that's not a lot of picks to make it to. So, so I see him going to the NES Colts 100%. Jim Ursay said he's going to pick Saquon Barkley. So, obviously, that's most likely going to happen. Uh, he just declared for um, the draft, too, like a day or two ago, like right after that ball game. Um, uh, Cleveland Browns have the four pick. Again, um, and for some odd reason, the Indiana Colts, Jim Irsay was lying or doing some strategy stuff and lying to people about who he was picking because he was pretty fucking positive <laughs> about taking Saquon. Um, then uh, I would say my fourth pick would be Saquon, but I already picked him for my third. So uh, let's just go with like Minka Fitzpatrick from Alabama. The dude's a freaking headhunter. Um the dude is freaking solid. He's been playing over there in Alabama for a lot of seasons now. Um, guy, I mean, the dude is just a stunner. Um, they really need like a safety and a cornerback because uh, Jabril Peppers is straight ass and not a great player. He's just an athlete. Uh, he does not really good football. He does not play real good football, so I see them taking you know, a really good cornerback, but I'm going to go Mika Fitzpatrick with my fourth. <clears throat> the dude's a stud, um, just smoking fools out here. Um, and then my fifth final pick, which would that would be going to uh, Tampa Bay. I mean, uh, this, that's an interesting uh, team. Um, they have a lot of – I really don't like Jameis Winston, but I do not see them picking a quarterback. Jameis Winston is like their guy over there, even though he is a fucking immature piece of shit. Uh, that's rude. Um, but it's true. I mean, the dude's immature, doesn't know how to handle himself. Um, another thing, uh, I think their defense is really coming together, uh, but their running back game is dying. It's like a dying breed over there. They had Doug Martin killing it over there for a couple seasons. They looked good, and now it's kind of, uh, going down the hill. All right, um... I'm going to say, but they probably on the, they could go for another receiver and, uh, I could see Calvin Ridley. Um, uh, I'm going to pick Calvin Ridley. There you go. Fifth pick Calvin Ridley with my fifth pick, uh, going to the bucks. They could really use a guy to compliment Mike Evans. That would be a dirty squad. If you had guys like Deshaun, uh, Mike and then Calvin Ridley, two little guys that can really move and run routes. And then you got the big guy just for the backup. That would be amazing. Um, uh, so that is my 
five picks for uh, the draft here. Just a straight rough mock dragon as we go along in the podcast. I might switch up, uh, but I'm going to go with those right now. We might talk on it on topics later. It could be great. I could be right. Someone's going to owe me $100 in here. If y'all do, I'm calling every single one of y'all. All y'all owe me $100 um, <laughs> when I get all my draft picks right. So... <laughs> I will shave my head, all right, guys? I will completely shave my head if Saquon Barkley or Josh Rosen do... Or, let's say, I will shave my head 100% blade to dome, baldy as it gets. No, let's buzz cut it. I don't want to go bald, dude, because then people look at you weird. Um, I will buzz it with, you know, like a little stubble, like I'm looking like a... Like a freaking action here out in a freaking third world country. Um, if Saquon Barkley doesn't get picked in the first three, and Josh Rosen gets picked in the third three, the top three, and Saquon doesn't. So, <clears throat> and if both of them get, if they get one gets picked, and so if Josh Rosen gets picked in the first three, and so, so does Saquon, then I win the bet. I don't have to shave my head, uh, but it has to be the other way. So if Saquon doesn't make it. Then I'm screwed. And if Josh Rosen did I say do, does then and Saquon doesn't, then that's the bet. So um This is uh D three with Average Bros. We're signing off. If you guys want to see us more or you know, listen to our content, read some of the content we have, you can go to averagebroblog.com or follow us on Twitter at averagebrofootball um and Facebook as well at averagebrofootballtalk. Uh, see you guys there. Interact, comment, like, uh, listen, argue in the comment page. And you guys are the bros. We're all average bros sitting on the couch just talking football. All y'all have a good night and peace out.